Let's do this! I hope you're having a fantastic day and are doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes and challenges in life, as well as staying curious and, in general, trying to grow as a person. In the last episode, we talked about a big change in our lives, something that I recommend everyone to experience at least once, which is leaving your little bubble and venture into a brand new world by moving to a different city or even a whole new country. Now, this gives you the opportunity to test and challenge yourself, see how adaptable you are and how well you would do in a new environment. We discussed about walking the fine line between order and chaos, which, according to Jordan Peterson, is the only way of living a life worth living. And finally, we also talked about the benefits of having multiple social circles. So if you can't remember any of these topics, don't hesitate to go back and listen to the past episode one more time. But for those of you that remember the ending of the last episode, I promise that in this episode, we will talk about expanding our comfort zone with something small, something that doesn't require as much effort, energy, and preparation as moving to a different place. In fact, it's something that you can implement today. We are going to talk about the difference of being active versus being passive and why sometimes it's good to push yourself out of your comfort zone by being active. So let's start at the very beginning. What do both things even mean? At its core element, being active means to act upon something by taking control over it. Whereas being passive means being the recipient of someone or something acting upon us. Taking charge in general can be hugely beneficial because this way you develop leadership skills, you learn how to step up and take responsibility over your actions, but you also take control and shape your own path ahead of you. Now, don't get me wrong, there is a time and a place where sitting back and observing can be the right decision, but usually I personally like to be in control and try to proactively find a solution for a challenge I'm currently facing. Having said all this, let me tell a quick story where I hope to show you that being proactive helped me solve a pretty sticky situation. So once upon a time, not too long ago, I was visiting a friend of mine at her place in Mannheim, and I was also scheduled to meet old roommates of mine for lunch in the city. Being so helpful, my friend gave me her car as after the meal I was supposed to meet up with her either way. So off I go with her car into the city and as a fun fact, she also had a garage spot near the restaurant where I was meeting my friends. So I didn't have to look for a spot near the place we were eating. I parked the car, went to the restaurant and had an amazing lunch. Uh, It was an all-you-can-eat buffet where I was having the time of my life, eating all sorts of food, from sushi to kangaroo meat to ice cream, you name it, I ate it all that day. So after stuffing myself and rolling towards the garage, I realized that I can't open the garage door because I left the door buzzer inside the car. I completely forgot that stupid moment of opening the garage door with the buzzer after parking the car, and then throwing it back into the car with no care in the world because, obviously, I only had that darn all-you-can-eat buffet in my mind. So at this point, I have to mention something else. The garage was mostly used by a law firm nearby, 
but there was one tiny detail missing. It was a Sunday afternoon. And for those of you that know this, in Germany, everything is closed on a Sunday. So what do I do, of course? I start to panic. I call my friend and I tell her that I royally screwed up and ask her if she by any chance had another key to open the garage, which, of course, she didn't. So, she had no additional key, the law firm was completely empty and closed due to it being a Sunday, and to top it all off, one of my old roommates had left his bag in the car because he didn't want to take it to the restaurant with him, and he had to catch his train in about an hour and a half. So, there was nothing to be done. So I just stood by the garage door and waited for about 20 minutes to see if, by any chance, anyone would drive into the garage door just so I could sneak in. In other words, I was waiting for some external factor to solve the problem for me. I was being passive. After realizing this, I started thinking, my friend couldn't be the only one having a spot in the garage who is not a lawyer. So there had to be other people nearby outside of the law firm that also rented a spot in the same garage. So I got up and walked to the first residential building right next to the law firm. My plan was very simple. I was going to annoy the living hell out of everyone in that building and ring every single doorbell to ask about someone having a spot in the garage behind me. And that's exactly what I did. I must have rung over 20 different doorbells in about two minutes. Now, you might wonder what the reactions were. Well, let me tell you. Some people weren't even home, so that was fine. Or, well, maybe they just didn't want to answer. Others were quite empathetic and supportive, but most of them were just pretty annoyed that a stranger was disturbing them in the middle of a beautiful and quiet Sunday afternoon to ask for a key of a garage they had never even heard of before. I continued ringing doorbells of nearby buildings and kept returning to ring the bells of the apartments where I thought people didn't answer the first time, which, as it turned out, left me ringing some of the apartments for the third time, asking the same question. (laughs) But, well, after pretty much the entire building had heard of this crazy guy ringing all of the doorbells and I was still making myself heard for about solid 30 minutes, something incredible happened. Enter Mario. Just FYI, this is not his real name, but to respect his privacy, we'll just call him Mario. In this story. So what happened was this. A window opened and on the first floor this guy with glasses, beady little eyes and a scrubbed beard looked quite perplexed to see what the fuss was all about. I briefly explained the situation to him and he told me that his girlfriend, whose apartment he was currently staying in, had a key for the garage because she used to sublet a spot to other people. Sadly, she was gone on a girlfriend's only weekend and would not return until late that night. So basically, all the hopes that had been building up since the start of my conversation with Mario swiftly crumbled down after this final piece of information. But nonetheless, he told me to wait and that he'd be right back. So I waited for about five minutes, giving all the tenants of that building a much-needed rest of the noise. And soon enough, Mario came out with a handful of keys probably around 10, and told me that he grabbed every key he could find in the apartment and that he'd test out all the possibilities with me to see if at least one of those keys matched. So we walked towards the garage door, hopeful, anxious. (laughs) We arrive and start testing out the keys. First one, no match. Second one, no match. Third one, 
no match. Fourth one, you get it. <laughs> Understandably, after every key that doesn't fit into that keyhole, the expectations and hope started to drop. But about the sixth or seventh key we tried out actually did open that haunted garage door. I rush in, get into the car, drive it out of the garage, and run towards Mario to thank him. I was so relieved and ecstatic, and he really did notice that I was super, super nervous at first. So we spoke for a few minutes, and we really got along pretty well. Uh, So well, in fact, that as a sign of my gratitude, we agreed for me to pay him a round of beers the next time I'm back in Mannheim. We exchanged phone numbers, and I will keep my word to invite him out on a couple of beers when I return to Mannheim. Hopefully, guys, fingers crossed, quarantine is over very soon in Germany. So that's pretty much the story. It's not too spectacular, but it doesn't have to be to bring my point across. By being active and taking the initiative of finding a solution on my own, instead of waiting on someone or something to save me from my friend's wrath in case she would have had to wait for one day to pick up the car and ruin her entire Monday plans... (laughs) I actually managed to find a solution on my own. And not only that, I also met a pretty cool dude along the way. And if there's anything I learned so far is that you can never have enough drinking partners in life. Because after all, worst case, we drink a beer, have some small talk and never see each other again. Or we could have a great night and exchange unique and interesting stories. Who knows? But exactly that is the exciting part of these things. Guys, Try to be more active in life. Get out there. Push yourself out of your comfort zone because you never know what awaits you outside of your little bubble. Remember, all it takes is to annoy an entire building by ringing every doorbell multiple times. (laughs) Guys, I hope this little story inspires you a little bit just to push yourself out there and try to be more active and proactive in life. Take control. Take charge. Step up. It is really, really beneficial. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode where we'll discuss the benefits of one of my favorite activities that I have experienced so far. Spoiler alert, it's a rather big thing. So we're going to do a back and forth between these episodes. Sometimes we're going to talk about something big, then again something smaller, then again something bigger, and so on. So tune in and I'll see you guys over there. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and remember, don't be afraid to leave your bubble. (laughs) 